In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I feel like my mic is going in and out, is it? Okay, that's what I thought. During uh, my seventh grade year, our Sunday school teacher uh, taught, spent a significant amount of time teaching us about the sacraments. And to this day, my ability to recite the definition of a sacrament stems from our weekly review of what a sacrament is, an outward invisible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. And while we learned a great deal about those outward and visible signs and their corresponding inward and spiritual graces, we also learned a bit about how we, even as teenagers, could be stewards of what God had given us. One morning, our Sunday school teacher arrived with a big plastic tub, filled it with grapes from a vineyard, and invited us to take off our shoes, get into the tub, and stomp and squish the grapes to make the wine that we would all drink on Youth Sunday. Now, even while our teacher secretly threw that tub full of grapes away, <laughs> proceeded to give us false updates about the fermentation status of our wine, and even made a big deal about drinking from the chalice on Youth Sunday because our grimy teenage toes had touched it, we, as a group, learned something about the sacramental nature of stewardship. We learned that the act of caring for something, the process of producing something for the purposes of holiness, could, in fact, help us to recognize the holiness in ourselves and in the world. That is to say, as those grapes squished between our toes and underneath our feet, as we asked questions to check in on our fermenting wine, and as we watched attentively as our deacon poured that wine into the chalice, we learned about how we too, even as teenagers, could be stewards of God's creation and take part in making the ordinary of things of this world extraordinary and sacred. We learned within our souls that those mundane, normal grapes of this world could become holy, just like our scraggly group of wild teenagers could become holy. And among other things, our readings today hint at our responsibility to be stewards of all God has given us. They hint at our responsibility to be stewards of the ordinary grapes of the field and the birds of the air, yes, but also to be stewards of our relationship with God and with each other, to be stewards of our community, our church, our nation, and our world. While their details may vary, the readings in both Isaiah and Matthew illustrate a failure of stewardship. They illustrate how a failure to tend to our relationship with God and with one another can lead to destruction and loss. Isaiah tells the tale of a man who constructed a vineyard. <clears throat> the prophet details how the vineyard owner did everything right. He dug it up, 
He cleared it of stones, built a watchtower, and planted choice vines. But despite all of his effort, his vineyard yielded not the type of grapes he expected, but rather wild grapes. All of this is, of course, a metaphor for how God crafted the world and humankind in the divine image, but saw bloodshed instead of justice and heard cries rather than seeing the righteousness of the people. The people of Israel, just like us today, had a hard time living in the way of the Lord in the ordinary and extraordinary moments of their lives. They were not doing justice, loving kindness, or walking humbly with God. They were not loving each other, and they were not loving God above all else. In other words, the vineyard that God planted did not, and has not, turned out how God would have hoped. And this love song in Isaiah is a lament of that reality. Jesus's parable in Matthew has a somewhat similar theme. Also taking place in a vineyard, Jesus overtly illustrates how the human propensity for greed and power and control and ownership and wealth can destroy lives and break down relationships. In this parable, a guy builds a vineyard, leases it to some tenants who then, in response, kill those, including the vineyard owner's son, Jesus. They kill those who come to collect the produce the vineyard owner was owed. Jesus then likens the chief priests and the Pharisees to the wicked tenants and talks about how the kingdom of God will be taken from them due to their rejection of his message of love. At their very root, these readings are about stewardship. They are about taking care of what has been given to us and entrusted to us. They are about tending to our relationships with the earth, but also to our relationships with God and each other, so that something as ordinary as a gathering of God's broken and flawed children can become an extraordinary encounter with the sacred. Outward stewardship, outwardly tending to normal and ordinary relationships with each other and with God from the depths of the abundance of God's love and grace can transform our inner lives to be extraordinary vessels of the holy in the world. The act of caring for something or someone the process of producing fruits for the purposes of holiness can, in fact, help us to recognize the holiness in ourselves and in the world. But you and I both know that tending to our neighbors is hard work, and tending to our enemies is even harder. But it is the work of the kingdom. It is the way that we bear and produce the fruits of God's love and light in the broken chaos of our world. And what a broken and chaotic world it has been, indicator, and in the world this past week. 
No matter what you think has happened or should have happened or didn't happen over the course of this week, no matter who you feel is most at fault at this point, I suspect we are all coming here this morning out of the broken chaos of our respective reality. And therefore, I suspect we are all coming here this morning in need of being cared for. We are all coming here this morning in need of a steward. We're going to do a little experiment. If you all would close your eyes, resting in the reality that no one else can see you except for me, and the camera is trained on me, so the people at home can't see you. Raise your hand if you have felt sad this week. Raise your hand if you have felt angry, confused, frustrated, scared, heartbroken. Okay, you can open your eyes. Regardless of what we all think occurred this past week, I can assure you, because I saw, that every single person has felt something big this week. We have all come here with deep, deep, big emotions. And if we're all feeling them here today, that we know, then we know that those in our city and our community and our state and our world are feeling those things as well. Now, more than ever, we are being called to gather together as ordinary people to experience the extraordinary abundance and restorative power of God's love and grace in this space so that we can share that love and grace with all that we encounter. Now, more than ever, we are being called to be stewards of our relationships with God so that we can be better stewards of our relationships with each other and with those in our community. Now, more than ever, the world, our community, our church, our state, needs us to be stewards of God's love and light and grace. Yes, stewardship can be and is often about money, and you'll hear more about that today, I promise. But it is also, at its core, an effort to tend to our relationships in ways that transform the ordinariness of them into extraordinary, sacred representations of the power of God's love here on earth. It is about loving God rather than the gods of greed and envy and busyness. It is about loosening our grip on our acquisition of wealth and power and control, and instead having compassion on our neighbors and our enemies. It is about listening to the truth of their feelings and their experiences so that the spirit of God can have just a bit of wiggle room between us. Being a steward of, being a steward of what God has given us means being a steward of the well-being of our neighbors and our enemies 
It means showing hospitality to another rather than beating them down, as the wicked tenants did. It means embracing another rather than seeking to kill them or beat them in an argument. And it means having compassion on another rather than picking up a stone to stone them with our words. To outwardly be a steward of all that God has given us, most especially one another, leads to the transformation of our inner lives. Living a life of stewardship is how we produce and multiply the fruits of the kingdom of heaven, the fruits of joy and peace and patience and goodness and kindness and generosity and gentleness, both within ourselves and within our community. Living a life of stewardship, caring for and tending to one another in the ordinary and extraordinary circumstances is how we are restored by the God of hosts. It is how, even in the darkest and most broken and most confusing and chaotic of times, the light of God's countenance is revealed in our midst. It is how we experience the salvation of God here on this wild earth. Let us pray. Turn now, O God of hosts, and look down from heaven. Behold and tend this vine, your people here in Decatur and in the world. Preserve what your right hand has planted. Amen.